0: Praise the Lord, everybody. I am your host, Dimitri, and welcome to this episode of Testify the Podcast. And
1: I'm your co-host, D, and we are back for another episode. It's been a little bit of time since we've made an episode. We know, and we here, and we back. And also, we have a new set. If you've been following us on Facebook um, or YouTube, I guess, you'll notice that we're not on our couch. We're at our desk, and we have our mics set up. We've had these mics for a while, but we just didn't have a place to put them. So we made a place.
0: But we got it now. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. What's
1: the song for the day?
0: Uh, The song for the day. hmm
1: I got that one stuck in my head. We were just listening to.
0: Ooh, let's see. Which one? What
1: What do you want the Lord to say? Oh, what What
0: do you want want the Lord to say? say? Well done. Well done good and
1: faithful servant enter in the joy
0: of the lord <laughs> hey what do you want the lord to say oh what do
1: you want the lord to say well well my good.
0: good and faithful servant enter in. enter in the joy of the lord
1: to we'll start with a uh, thing like that every time click track mhm you okay, know i well, love a good click track
0: ah glory to god
1: <laughs> well today um we have an episode, mm-hmm. and we've decided to, if you've been listening to the podcast again for a little bit of time the past few months that we've started, um, you've noticed that we've had guests every episode, mm-hmm. and we're switching it up a little bit. We're just switching little, it up because, you know, people's schedules be scheduling, <laughs> and <laughs> and it's not always easy to have a guest when you want them. Right. So we decided to, um, we're still going to do the guest testimonies, all of that. It's going to be great. And those of you who are watching live, if you want to, to share a testimony, Um, we would love to hear your testimony. Mm -hmm. We are opening the doors of testimony service. Yes, we
0: are. The mic is hot, huh? The
1: mic is hot. So if you want to testify, you go ahead and let us know, those who are watching live right now, but also um, in efforts to keep the podcast going and um, not slow down just because we may have a a lagging guest, Mm -hmm. what we've decided to do is to also just discuss the topics of church Mm -hmm. especially black church Mm -hmm. because that's what we're products of and we are um we are proud to have an inheritance among the saints
0: (laughs) yes (laughs)
1: because
0: i ain't no ain't no church
1: huh like the what well
0: the experience of of the the black church is very um it's unique it is it's unique it is full of culture um but anywho
1: dare i say it you know how they say like this could be a topic you know how they say like American culture is just black culture whitewashed. <laughs> Dare I say that the start to black culture is always the church, church musicians. Yeah. You know? Um. You know your entertainers come out of the black church.
0: A lot of your them.
1: leaders, your civic leaders, they started out reverence, Reverend uh, Martin Luther King,
0: mm-hmm. huh? Preachers. Mm-hmm.
1: They led the movements.
0: They did. They did. Absolutely. Dare I say
1: that. Black culture is black church culture. In in a lot of ways. In a lot of not ways. Not in every yeah. way. We understand that. But in a lot of ways. That's a thought, huh? But <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um yeah, so we're excited to kind of delve into this topic um about the service of church musicians. Um not necessarily We're not trying to fight the battle, but we're just going to talk about, you know, what we're going to talk about. So, uh, you saw a clip the other day on Instagram. YouTube. YouTube. YouTube.
1: Um, And I'm sure it's been circulating. A lot of people have seen this and commented. I even talked to my mom about it. She was like, yeah, i watched that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, (laughs) Long story short, she saw it too. And it was a clip that's the title of it, and I'm going to pull it up. Um for those of you who haven't seen it, it's a very great conversation, very interesting. Um and it's a panel discussion. Um let me find it really fast, but it's essentially asking the question of does the Black Church honor um honor its musicians? Mm. And um does I'm I'm finna pull it up. Um but we're going to talk about that. Specifically some of the things that is the exact title does the black church honor its musicians slash singers? And then in parentheses, it says white churches, the secular world, and compensation. Mm. And so we wanted to discuss that a little bit. We highly recommend you guys going and finding that video. It's literally like, if you literally type in, does the black church honor musicians, it'll be the first video that pops up, like. It will. And then there's going to be, like, more that pop up because this is, like, it was a recent conversation um, within the last month or two. Yeah. And other people have contributed their opinions and their um, insight and wisdom to it. And what I particularly love about this video, and I know we're going to dive into what we feel, what we think, based on our experiences and all of that. So if you know a church musician, if you're watching live, go ahead, throw them in there. Um, tag them.
0: We want to hear, put their
1: name in there there and let them, tell them to comment what they think. Um, But what I liked about this video and the panel, those who were discussing was it was a panel of singers Mm -hmm. and musicians. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just a panel of, um, you know, other church leaders and church members. They were singers and musicians who were all trained, not just in the church, but outside of the church. Mm-hmm. And they had worked in various churches, not mm-hmm. just the black church, and various experiences across the board. So they had a lot to offer. Um, but yeah, yeah. So we're gonna open up the question. Um, <laughs> based on you know some of the things that we, we've we heard and seen and experienced, what is your take of around the black church experience and the term, and I, I think we should dig into the term honor a little bit, but honoring its musicians and singers. What do you think? How do you feel? Let's go.
0: Well, I'll say this. Um, a lot of times um, musicians are the most overlooked, if you will, or under underappreciated um, people in the service. They really don't take... In consideration, um, you know how important a musician is, um, but if they don't show up, then you know your your service is about lagging because uh, they they just play a vital role. But until they don't show up, then um, you you'll then see. Now, you most most preachers would be you know livid, and they would um, sometimes you know just bash the musician for whatever uh for not showing up but they don't take a step back and you know realize how important they are and appreciate them for being there um sometimes you know they'll say it out of their mouths but their actions don't really follow and so it's kind of a mixed communication or mixed um feeling there because hey you you say um you say you appreciate me but your action don't show that no, neither does your tone um when speaking to me or how you treat me um Or, I mean, even furthermore, even in compensation um, at times. But, I mean, that's, that's, we can talk about that later.
1: Yeah, I think um, one of the things that, and one of the singers, you guys will see if you watch the video, one of the singers, she brought that up. And she was like, you know, um, a lot of times, a lot of church musicians and singers get bashed on Mm -hmm. a lot for how, for their behavior or, you know, them... Um, how they show up to mm-hmm. a service, how they engage beyond just their set, beyond just their music set, their worship set, their choir set. Um, and she made a good point and she was like, you, a lot of people expect, they expect to get out what they don't put in, in the regard. And I think you were hitting on on this a lot in the regard to, um, cultivating relationships yeah. with the people who serve in the band and in the choir and on the worship teams, um, cultivating relationships beyond just the 20-minute set they got at the top of service or beyond the selections that they have throughout the service and the altar con all that stuff however your service is set up but you know it's one of those things she gave the example and it was great and it was so true she gave the example that she's saying she was hired to sing at a church and at this particular church she um she was she came in as a singer who was hired to be there Mm -hmm. and she did not have any membership ties to the church which is also something they talked about in depth um, which we can get there right but she didn't have any membership ties to the church and she described how she was treated when she got there right and she said she walked through the door and she said little miss susie was making sure she had water and snacks and she was asking her how you doing are you okay is everything okay like Willing to get down and tie this woman's shoes mm-hmm. on the ground, on her two knees if she needed to. And she was like, that was so different from how she'd been treated in other churches. And she said it was a white church. Right. At that. And she was like, it was just a different experience because typically she goes, I can imagine she would go into a service and she's been hired to sing. She comes in, she does her job, she leaves, mm-hmm. right? No, um, there's no... There's little, I'm not going to say no, but there's little um, regard for cultivating the person right. beyond the gift, the person beyond the service, right. right? And she said to this day, whether Susie has a check for her or not, if Susie calls her, she's going to go and make sure everything they need is okay. Right. You know, if that means coming and singing a selection. And she said she sung, she didn't even sing a whole set of songs. She sung a couple songs they paid her before she left. Right. Like before she hit the parking lot, she had her pe- her money She was gone. Right. And she said to this day... And every time she walked in that church, that's how she was treated. Mm -hmm. And they cared for her. And she said that to this day, if they called her, whether they have a check or not, she's going to make sure they're okay. Right. But it was because of the investment into her, you know? And I think that was so interesting that she brought up um, because I have seen that. I've seen musicians who aren't even saved. And I've shared this with you. I've seen musicians who aren't even saved who... Based on how they're treated in a church, based on how they are, dare I say honored, <laughs> based on how they are um, handled yeah. and how they're cultivated, and how they're developed in a church, that'll be, that's kind of the difference between what you get out of them. Right. If you hire them and you only want them to come and play their 20-minute set and you only talk to them beyond like, hey, this, this is what we need, this, here's the selections or come up with the selections and then boom, here's your pay. If that's all you are getting, that's all you gonna that's all you gonna get back. Right. Um but I think you were touching on when you were like the tone of how you how you how you interact, how you approach, um, because they're no different than anybody else that's Absol- walking through your front doors. Absolutely paid or not.
0: Because people, people are people and I made this post um on Facebook uh a few weeks ago. Um, everyone is we should we should show love to every person, whether they are um, they are saved, unsaved, saint the sinner, the um the delivered and the undelivered. Um I can't remember how I put it, but anyway, uh that that is because we all are we all are human, we all um are uh, granted the love of God but we should be shown that like God God made his love available for us mm-hmm. and we should show our um our uh love toward one another that was that's what it was it was the saint and the sinner the disciple and the delivered all deserve the love of God um we shouldn't be we shouldn't treat anyone um, any less because of who they are what their title is or is not um or anything for that matter so um I
1: got a question for you okay does, okay, because they use the word honor, and I thought that was an interesting choice of words because you know me, I love books about submission and honor. Mm-hmm. There's one particular book that I make a point to read every single year that is all about submitting to authority and honoring authority. Mm-hmm. And not just honoring authority, but honoring up, down, and side to side. Right. right? And so I want to ask you, because in the video, they say honor, but the entire time what they're discussing is compensation. Mm-hmm. Does honor always equal compensation in regards to musicians? Yeah. I have a I have a follow up, but I just want to hear your take.
0: Um no. It does not always equate to um compensation because I mean if you think about it, if we and I'm not equating um musicians to God, but if when we honor God is not through compensation, that is, you know, in our Um, our reverence to him our time um, our love our um, interaction or whatever Um, like we wouldn't we wouldn't um, like God doesn't need our money or whatever so we couldn't consider pay as or honor as pay
1: so what does honor look like to a musician if it's not compensation
0: relationship
1: how
0: like you like we were talking earlier investing um, in them um, also also um, honoring them as a person
1: mm-hmm. um yeah
0: beyond their gifts because that's what it really boils down to
1: yeah and you know what else I, I think um, just thinking about honor and you're bringing If you have musicians that you bring in as as paid musicians or not, you know what I would love to see happen more, Um, just as somebody who has been on, who sings, who has been on many worship teams, many choirs, Mm. and most of my, um, and I'm different from you in that you are, okay, if y'all don't know, Dimitri is a pastor, has always been a preacher,
0: no oh, well okay.
1: most you've been a preacher for a long time. So his perspective of church comes from a preacher's perspective. Would that be wrong to say? For the most part.
0: Kinda I mean partially Coming from partially from a musician standpoint, but
1: Okay, partially you know. from a musician standpoint. Um and in recent years it's been from a ministerial standpoint. Yeah. And I'm the total opposite, okay? Like <laughs> all preaching stuff, God bless them. Don't send me. (laughs) That's not true. If the (laughs) Lord sends me, I will go. My, my answer is yes. However, my church experience has always been from a different perspective Mm -hmm. from a, from as long as I can remember, um, in a choir stand and on a worship team and not just doing that, but inundated with only being raised in a household of singers and musicians. Mm -hmm. So I only know, um, church from the perspective of musicianship, right? And worship and those sorts of things. And so I brought that up to say, Lord, I forgot my question, but I brought it up to ask you.
0: You asked, um, is for musician is honor equated to. Yeah. uh, And you said
1: relationship and investing. So I brought that up also to ask you the question of when it comes to, um, when it comes to our investment in musicians and into singers, I would love to have. I would love to see that when you have a musician, the same way you treat your ministries, your ministerial team. Mm-hmm. Um, those are your pastors, your reverends, your elders, your missionaries, your deacons, your whatever you call them at your church.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the list is long. The list goes <laughs> on
1: and on. Whatever you call them at your church, you know the pastors. They quick to have a meeting mm. with the ministerial leadership team, but um how often are those how often are those same objectives and strategies and plans related to your musicians right because the reality is I think a big a big place of honor that we don't see is how much um is in regard to um, music leadership mm-hmm. and worship leadership beyond just the person with the mic because it's not just the person with the mic I think right. about our music director. He's amazing, yeah, and um, I think, and he doesn't he doesn't necessarily get paid yet, but I would go on a limb to say he also doesn't. Um, he probably feels honored because of the the way he gets to lead in his expertise, right? Um, and I would,
0: and it's not overlooked,
1: and it's not overlooked. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, like you said, musicians tend to be overlooked and they're not even considered when it comes to the leadership and the direction of a church because the first thing that people hear and see about your church before they see a pastor mm-hmm. is your music. Right. Isn't that interesting? Right. That's the first line of defense for a church is the worship team.
0: Or second line. Well,
1: cause you got your, your, your people at your the... Usher. Your ushers. Your uh-huh. ushers. Praise mm, the Lord. A lot. Modern day churches don't really call them ushers, though. But well, you have greeters. people, greeters, people at the door. Um, but, you know, and after they, get sit, after they sit down, what's the first thing you do? You
0: worship. Worship, right.
1: Music. And if that's the case, then I think that it goes a long way to say that um, to honor the music leadership of a house um, is beyond whether or, not, whether or not they get paid, but how much of their input and insight is received from a leadership standpoint. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That goes a long way.
0: It does. It goes
1: a very long way because they can tell you what the sound of the house is, how the atmosphere is responding to that, mm-hmm. if it needs to move in this direction or that direction. Right. They're the ones that are controlling that. Right. Not the pastor. Right. Because- and oftentimes, whether or not a worship set, a worship set will will make or break how the word is received. Right. You know? Right. Um, and I think... When it comes to honoring musicians, we also have to honor what is placed in them. And they have to honor that too. Right. It's, not a two, it's not a one-way street because I think sometimes, and you can probably speak to this, sometimes they're easily overlooked, um, and it's it is such a two-way street. They're overlooked and they respond to that, and then their response is taken back. Their response is received from leadership as if, oh, they just care about coming and playing. Right. They don't care about anything else. Right.
0: And um, even because, though that
1: can be, that may or may not be true.
0: Right. Because came from a background where, um, I mean, also I wasn't that invested in because um, I I could know more or I could yeah I could know more um, as far as playing the organ goes I could know more uh, but I didn't take the time to stud uh, study. To practice. To practice, right. to develop. But also that's because, well, with that, um, we weren't really appreciated, if you will, because most of the time when, um, you know, anything goes uh, on or goes wrong, we're looked at, we're blamed. Also, too, we weren't communicated, um... With, you
1: mean like musicians. Right. Yeah, that's Music- true.
0: We weren't, we did not get... Uh, if
1: worship don't go right, they blame the musicians and the singers.
0: Right. But I'm saying so much so that even with our, um, with the the people we had, we were working with or whatever, um, they would not communicate what songs we were singing when... And that's like,
1: an issue of leadership.
0: Right. But it was like the day of service, like in service. And I'm not talking about spontaneous worship. The day of service, we would not know what we're singing until, until they are up. until they were standing up there in position, oh, ready to sing.
1: Sing, I've and, experienced that. Like, and I'm
0: talking about, it would throw us all the way off. But we just learned to go with it. Did we like it? And did we um, did we feel valued or appreciate or appreciated? No. Um, did we feel honored? No. Did we feel um,
1: like, you were even As prepared and qualified to, prepared, s- to qualify, minister that song. Or,
0: or even a part of the service, because it's like, okay, we don't care about you. Um, this is the song that we're going to sing, because this this is, you know, the top of my head. This is what came up. And, and you know
1: what? To have, and that, that that really hammers into that point, to have a... Anyone in a, in a, in a leadership position that is over a choir, over a worship team, over a team of, over a music ministry team, and they're just flying by the seat of their pants, that lets me look, there's been no investment in their leadership ability, their ability from above them, from their pastor, Mm -hmm. from their, you know what I'm saying? And that's an issue of honor. Do you honor your worship leaders enough, your music, your music leaders, because it's not just about the person who has the mic. We know right. that. Do you honor your music leaders enough to invest in how they lead the music ministry? Right. You know what I mean? So I have a question for you. Okay. I don't want to keep going down this rabbit trail. I'm getting bored. Um <laughs> I have a question for you. Would you would you pay a musician? And would you pay would you pay a yeah, would you pay musicians and singers if you had a church?
0: Um I don't have a church, so I don't know. No, um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a cop out.
0: I I would, because they... I, I absolutely see, for the ones who actually do the work, the job that's required or whatever, uh, I mean, they're taking out time to learn the song, to uh, rehearse the mm-hmm. song, and to, you know, give out parts. Just all the things uh, uh, that musicians skill. do. right. Um, and also, too, as it was stated in uh, in the conversation earlier that we had, um, gospel music is not taught in school. Like you have to learn that, and sometimes mm-hmm. these musicians are doing it by ear. Um, most like, most of them are doing it by ear, and you have to sit down and listen to and listen for all those parts, and then figure out how your fingers are gonna reach, uh, mm-hmm. or your hand. Your like you have to figure out those combinations and all that stuff. Uh, like it is not it's just work. a, a one listen hit.
1: It's over and over and over and over right. and over and over and to over. Get Ask it me how perfected. I know because I lived with musicians and Wearing songs out. Right. There's songs to this day I can't listen to because, and if I do, I know every bass lick, I know every drum lick, I know every uh piano organ lick. Right. And I don't even play those those instruments.
0: Right. But it, I know them. It is it is crazy, but um I would definitely pay them because they put in it's, time, they put in mm-hmm. you know effort, they put in they brought their skill to uh this this inanimate in, object, and made it just sound beautiful. Made music. And so anyway, the um
1: That's a good point. Yeah,
0: I would I would definitely pay them. Um now that's some churches aren't able to. Um
1: mm-hmm. and oh, we yeah. discussed that.
0: Kamaria Jones. No but yeah, yeah. What she said. Um she said no but really. <laughs> <laughs> but um yes, so we definitely I mean it's important for us to, you know, to, to pay these people for their their time. Now, of course, there are some times where churches they're not they don't have the resources to do so. And you know they don't what? have uh, you know ahead. they're not as as blessed. I would say as blessed, but they're not, they're not as, not as fortunate or resourced as other ministry, other established ministries um, to pay mm-hmm. what they're paying. Um, but there is if you cannot pay them, you should definitely find some way to invest in their life in some type of way mm-hmm. um, beyond that gift because. I mean, they they have needs as well.
1: They absolutely have needs. And that's something we discussed too. Like, you know, a lot of the, and you you pointed this out when we first watched that video, you said, well, you know, it's really hard to compare black churches to white churches who have more resources. Mm -hmm. They cater to different demographics. And even, like, I ain't even going to go too deep with this, but even when you look at black churches and white churches and you think about the membership, you also have to take into consideration the wealth gap between black individuals and families and white individuals and families. So even thinking with that in mind, you already know this white church, with however many members they have, as many as the next mega church, or as many as the next storefront, mm-hmm. they still have more money right because their families just have more money that's right. just the way it is, and with that in mind um and you pointed that out so eloquently when you were like black churches just aren't as resourced, especially when they're not as established, right depending on you know membership size, and sometimes that don't even matter because there are small churches that got more money. them big churches absolutely because they got uh older people who are established in their lives who have more money to give
0: and who are willing to give and who are willing to give but also um like because i know there's there's some people who only pay you know certain musicians there's some churches that only pay uh the organist or the drummer or you know whatever the case may be but um hey shelton um but it is uh you know, whatever that church can handle, yeah, of course, do that. But I, I whatever definitely is, believe in honoring is, or uh, investing in musicians. Um, I
1: absolutely agree. And to that end, um, I grew up in a church that was, and we talked about this, mm-hmm. grew up in a church that we also in a time when <laughs> it would like musicians were not yet where they are now mm-hmm. as far as pay and compensation, like you know, old school church, old school y'all old school church. But, um, but we had a, we had leadership that developed, we had leadership that developed musicians. Um, we had homegrown musicians who ended, who are literally some of the highest paid in my home city now. Um, (laughs) true story. And also traveling everywhere, um, to pay, to play for all kinds of folks. And, um, in the gospel music industry. And one thing that I brought up was a lot of times now, um, you know, there's this huge demand for musicians who are good, Mm -hmm. who are skilled. And there's always been a demand for musicians who are skilled. The difference is now musicians can also make a demand on how much are you willing to pay, right? And so it brought me to the thought that, you know, churches not not as commonly as they used to they don't develop musicians as much as they used to. Right. Not the big established churches. Absolutely. Because I came from a big established church. And we had musicians that were homegrown and developed mm-hmm. from the top to the bottom. Right. Now, and it was one of those things where it was beautiful to see because, I now mean, I will say, when it comes to developing musicians, there are plenty of services you got to sit through when they don't sound
0: good. Oh, my God. And I was it I brought want. up the
1: fact <laughs> of, yeah... It brought up the fact to me that, you know, when it comes to when it comes to leaders today, especially in this social media age, churches going live like you want to sound good.
0: Mm-hmm. And so say he's the, he's demanding a thousand dollars.
1: You want to sound good. And so sometimes I think churches can get in their own way mm-hmm. of, you know, like, oh, we can't afford this musician, we can't afford that musician, but we really want blah, blah, blah. I've, I've heard of churches that forego certain other expenses just to pay a musician to be yeah, there, yeah. which is wild to me. Yeah. But that's just because I also am a I like business, and that's just not good business mm. savvy. But my whole thing is like, what happened to developing? Right. Young musicians, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, because I've I've seen, as I've grown older, um, and it happens in the small churches that nobody's paying attention to. Right. You know, the small, the storefront, small family churches that nobody, that we drive past every day.
0: Right, and we don't, we don't see are, or go visit. We don't
1: see, we don't go visit them. Them are the churches that are growing musicians right now, mm-hmm. right? And then we wonder, you know, why can't? Why doesn't this church? Why does this church always have to be paying so much to this musician? Well, how come your leaders aren't encouraging the development of musicians in the house? Right. You know what I mean? Because one one rebuttal that I have to people who are against paying musicians is, um, and I'm I'm not one of those people at all. Um, but I'm also of the mindset that as much as you pay a musician to come in, you should also be investing that much into the young musicians in your house. Because what happens is, and I've seen it, what happens is you have people in the house, people who are committed members who want to play and who don't get the chance to because the set is only for the person that has the money or the person that you're paying, you know? And they come in, they do their job, and they do it well, they serve, they minister, but that leaves very little room for the people in your congregation, and the kids, and the pews, and the teenagers who want to play, right. who want to grow, who want to learn, who are called to music ministry,
0: and they lose interest,
1: and they lose interest, and, and could
0: possibly leave the church because they don't feel like um, anyone believes in them and or believes in their gift.
1: And I've seen, I've seen teenagers who turn to. Um, And I don't have anything against them because I listen, I'm not going to go there. Mm -hmm. But um, (laughs) I don't have anything against uh, R&B music and, you know, certain certain hip-hop artist. I can't do the explicit stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. God has saved me for real. But I still listen to R&B. Don't get me. Don't get it wrong. I'm a gracious. Glory to God. But um, I've seen young people who have music gifts. Mm -hmm. Just raw talent. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Raw talent that can be developed in the house. But because we are so focused on the production, of things and service got to go smooth and we can't afford to have a service that don't sound good right. for the live um, that we don't give the younger less developed musicians or singers the chance to grow and right. to cultivate right. and I I've, I've literally seen teenagers turn to um, you know, I can't, I can't get on a drum set. I can't do this. I can't do that at my church. So I would just go at home and make beats and put right. them on SoundCloud. Really? <laughs> like, like I've literally seen it. Like, this is not <laughs> a true story. I've seen kids and it's just like, if you can do that, like you can learn how to make a click track and then get on this drum set and play right. a worship set. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just one of those things where we've gotten, because, um, I'm not going to say we, but because the popular church culture has been so enthralled by, um, I don't have anything against this, but skilled musicians only playing, that we've kind of gotten away from developing musicians and developing and and having the patience to do so, having the patience to allow them to sound bad in a service. Um, What you read? Comments? What did he say?
0: So he said, should your MD... um and their conversation from that ministry be able to do music development classes uh, for the younger ones.
1: You know what I had a thought because, you know, and I shared this with you. I said, there are sometimes, sometimes there are churches, there's musicians who say, this is my rate, right? Mm -hmm. We had this conversation. A musician may come and say, this is my, my rate is X, Y, and Z. And the church responds with, I can't afford X, Y, and Z. So then the musician just walks away. Mm -hmm. But what if the conversation turned into the past lead pastor to musician, we can't afford X, Y, and Z, but what we can do is this: I can give you this amount of money to actually come in and develop Sam, who wants to play the organ. Right. I can't. I can't afford you on a Sunday morning, but here's our worship set list. Can you sit with him right. and make sure he's playing it right? So on Sunday, and I can I can pay you that right. to develop who I got in the house. I think that's a great idea.
0: Right, because that way um, you're not undermining you're not
1: undermining the the skill of the musician right
0: and you're not um and you're
1: not overlooking what's in your house
0: absolutely because sometimes um like you were saying people will people will be like it's like it's it's straight strictly business saying yeah um well if you can't afford me then Then, you're not for me but then okay let's reason here because we are trying to you know advance the kingdom of god we're trying to you know, have a service to where, you know, it is enjoyable to right. sit through or whatever. Um, and the Bible say, make a joyful noise. And
1: we are for you so much that <laughs> we can't have you, but we can at least pay for you to teach somebody. Right. Come on. Come on. Legacy. You can invest what you have into somebody else. Right. And I'll, I'll pay you what I do have to do that. Right. He can't afford lessons. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe he can. I don't know. But the least but, that the church can do is start to develop that.
0: And that goes back to investing,
1: investing
0: into what that's you have honor. in the church, right?
1: That's honor. Because
0: if he doesn't, if he doesn't have, if he does or if he doesn't have, um,
1: whether he does or not,
0: right? The the um, the means to pay for those the lessons. lessons or whatever you are taking this time investing into him mm-hmm. like we were talking about earlier um and that that will that goes
1: a long way right
0: that is that is a form of honor and also you be returned honor prayerfully mm-hmm. in most cases yeah uh, if it's done right that honor will return
1: so um to all you musicians and or pastors and or leaders listening who can't afford musicians hmm pay somebody to Give lessons to the future musicians in your house,
0: and we got some people who can give lessons. I e uh, Shelton Collins, he's in the comments. Um, he is. A, you can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and all that stuff.
1: Our theme song, he made it.
0: Absol- sure, absolutely, absolutely did. Theme
1: song.
0: Um, yes, ma'am. Uh, Sister uh, Valerie uh, Peterson said, "I like the balanced mindset."
1: We're gonna have to wrap this up a little yeah, bit, but go are. ahead. Let's read some comments before we skedaddle.
0: Um. She said she liked the the balanced minds. Um famous, uh, phenomenal. So, so he's what? on he's on Facebook, he's on Instagram. Um
1: Are there any more comments that stood out?
0: Um uh, well uh,
1: If not, that's fine. We no. can wrap mm. it up. Okay, so any closing remarks, any closing church announcements? Um I have a closing remark. Go ahead. Just as we wrap this up, my stance is yes, pay your musicians. Mm-hmm. If you can't, though, totally understand. That doesn't mean to bash them because they ask for compensation. Right. No.
0: Develop relationships. Develop
1: relationships mm-hmm. and develop the people in your house. Mm-hmm. Huh?
0: Absolutely. Because that's
1: the point of church anyway. Right. To gather, to fellowship, to develop.
0: Right, girl. Grow, grow what you have. You work your measure. Grow what you have. Uh, go, grow what God has given mm-hmm. you and invested in you. Um. And, and and what he has put in your hands because and what he's
1: put in your house right
0: what in your hands and as your, your house because it's your responsibility because, because that as is as a leader you definitely have to um have to do that because if you especially and this is not a tactic or a trick but if you want to uh, retain people in your ministry you
1: invest in them
0: invest in them because i mean they're there while you have them there, invest in them. they are more than likely stay longer. And also, too, later down the line, they will do things that will um, do things for you that, you know, is beyond compensation.
1: And that's from a pastor, huh? <laughs> that's the point of your job. <laughs> anyway, we're going to wrap forward. this up <laughs> before I start offending people. And uh, anything else you want to say? Any announcements?
0: Um, no, just continue to sh- like, share, comment, uh, subscribe to yes, our... Yes, we're not on
1: YouTube anymore.
0: Oh, we're not on YouTube no so more. So, I
1: guess church announcements. But we, we have... We will be posting all of our content on Facebook and Apple Podcasts from this point on. Yes. And occasionally we'll go live. Right, Like, so... more often than not, we'll be live, so yeah.
0: Yeah, so like us, um, on Facebook and on Apple Podcasts. All the things. Um, share this with people. Share this with your friends, family, all all who, um, you know. And, if again, if you have a testimony that you want to share with us, we would definitely love to hear that. Um, and we will go from there. Listen, we appreciate you for joining in the Testify the Podcast. And until next time, God bless.
1: Amen. Peace out.
0: Y'all, that's a wrap. Thank you all for joining. Um, us, We appreciate you for uh, participating, commenting, liking, sharing, um, and tagging everybody else. So we're going to get out of here. We got some more uh, episodes to record. So be on the lookout for those um, on Facebook and also the podcast. So I'm mean, the Apple podcast. Yeah, you get it. Okay. Bye. Bye. It's uh, phenomenal. So, so he's, what? On, he's on Facebook. He's on Instagram.
1: Um, are there any more comments that stood out? Um, uh, well, uh, if not, that's fine, we no. can wrap mm-hmm. it up. Okay, so any closing remarks, any closing church announcements? Um, I have a closing remark. Go ahead, just as we wrap this up, my stance is yes, pay your musicians mm-hmm. if you can't, though. Totally understand. That doesn't mean to bash them because they ask for compensation.
0: Right. No. Develop relationships. Develop
1: relationships mm-hmm. and develop the people in your house. Mm-hmm. Huh.
0: Absolutely. Because that's
1: the point of church anyway. Right. To gather, to fellowship, to develop.
0: Right, girl, grow, grow what you have. You work your measure, grow what you have, uh, go, grow what God has given mm-hmm. you and invested in you. Um. And in what he has put in your hands because what he's
1: put in your house. Right.
0: What in your hands and in your your house responsibility.
1: Because,
0: because that's as is, a leader. You definitely have to um have to do that because if you especially and this is not a tactic or a trick, but if you want to uh retain people in your ministry, you
1: invest in them.
0: Invest in them because I mean they're there. While you have them there, invest in them, they're more than likely stay longer and also too, later down the line, they will do things that will um, do things for you that you know is beyond compensation.
1: And that's from a pastor, huh? <laughs> that's the point of your job. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna Pretty wrap forward. this up <laughs> before I start offending people. and uh, anything else you want to say? Any announcements?
0: Um, no, nope, just continue to sh- like, share, comment, uh, subscribe to yes, our... Yes, we're not on
1: YouTube anymore.
0: Oh, we're not on YouTube no so more. So, I
1: guess church announcements. But we We have... will be posting all of our content on Facebook and Apple Podcasts from this point on. Yes. And occasionally we'll go live. Right, Like, so... more often than not, we'll be live, so yeah.
0: Yeah, so like us, um, on Facebook and on Apple Podcasts. All the things, um, share this with people, share this with your friends, family, all all who, um, you know. And if again, if you have a testimony that you want to share with us, we would definitely love to hear that. Um, and we will go from there. Listen, we appreciate you for joining in the Testify the Podcast. And until next time, God bless.
1: Amen. Peace out.